I did mine with a big smile. I looked at you. You were straining with yours. You were were really, it's like you were lifting weights. It's because it's the one moment every week where I just get to scream into a microphone. Uh, And then Gary was a little, he was a little slow on the trigger. I noticed with his, with his, um, interesting. It might be a little glug glug and shirtless per use. Thank you, Gary. Um, everybody's asking how my mustache is doing. Thank you very much. Oh, everybody um, is. It's, it's it's all I hear. It's mm-hmm. coming in on the social medias. It's coming in people in the neighborhood. Uh, you know, wherever I go, drive through lines. Everybody's like, "What's up, mustache?" Uh huh. How are you doing too, Rob? I'm like, I'm what? So yeah, um, people want to know about it, and I get it. I get it. There's a lot there to to want to know about. Well, I just feel like like uh, now that Wendy's ran out of hamburgers, maybe they can start using whatever's growing on your face as some sort of weird meat product. That's what you're like. right. You're right. It, it is like robust. It's a hamburger, and it's hanging out the end of the bun. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it's big. It's thicker and more robust than your average mustache. There's no it doubt. Is. It's going to turn into a butterfly for sure. It is a giant caterpillar. <laughs> this will right. turn into a, a fully, this will be, become a full mature falcon when it finally hatches and flies off my face. Peregrine falcon. What are those things called? The peregrine falcon? Pear, it doesn't matter. I saw it on <laughs> planet Earth. <laughs> you know what? If I start growing a mustache, that's when we have to worry, but I'm not growing one yet. I haven't decided. Well, uh, we're in week 75. A peregrine uh, oh, there's falcon. a falcon. See? Yeah. There it is. I knew I was peregrine a crazy. Falcon. Yeah. Well, I mean, that doesn't necessarily prove anything, but <laughs> okay. It doesn't prove you're not crazy. It just proves that you know what a, fal- a particular falcon. I know. I should know a lot more about falcons, but I don't. <laughs> well, you know a lot about their, their starting lineup and their draft picks, but you don't know about the actual the bird, the dirty bird himself. I actually wrote a joke the other day about how my newborn son is a lot like the Atlanta Falcons because his only instinct is to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That's perfect. That's awesome. That's a good so one. Underwhelming. Are you watching the um, the Jordan documentary? Have you been watching it? No. I haven't. Um, I have been. I've been advised to watch it uh, by many, many people I trust and respect, yourself included. Um, but um, I haven't had an opportunity. What I, I need to do, I've got a couple of things on my list, but I, I was told at this point, just wait and binge watch the whole thing. So I'm going to do that on Netflix. I'm going to binge watch it. It's definitely entertaining for sure. Like Good. we were just talking the other day about how, like you, like you think you're like you're so in awe of Michael Jordan, and then I'm like, I would not want to be friends with him. Like, there's no part of me that would want to be friends with him because he's so competitive. And yeah. like, after you beat him, he's like, let's play again. So basically, he just wants to keep playing until he wins. So like, no matter how many times you play, you always have to play again if he doesn't win. That's yeah. like it sounds like a dictator. It sounds it's exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, that would be that would be old. It would almost make you just throw every game. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it definitely sounds it, it's like Kim Jong Un, but with a better personality. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, what else is going on? What have you been watching? Um, what have I been watching? Nothing. 
honestly, like I'm not invested in anything right now. Um, I've been, I, if I sit down to watch TV, I don't watch the news anymore. I don't, um, there's no sports. So I just, Oh, maybe, Oh, you, maybe the history channel or the discovery channel, Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, there's a, what's it called? American heroes channel. They show a lot of war documentaries. (laughs) I've turned, (laughs) I've turned into the oldest, oldest dad in the world that's i mean i'm classic I've, i hit all the check marks you're gonna be like my dad just like watching american pickers all day long oh my gosh and like stephen king at night <laughs> <laughs> i've been reading i'm proud of myself for that i've been reading um and i've been kind of Nerd. organized i know i know i'm doing all these things like i'm gonna organize and and it's it's a it must be a defense maker it's like a control thing where like you 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 clean your desk off and you make it look spotless and you go aha I've done something today but you didn't do shit you didn't do anything you didn't you didn't accomplish any of your goals you're not pushing forward on it like I need to write that script I'm dying to write no I'm gonna clean my desk instead that that made me feel like I accomplished something today so I, mean, I don't know really all you have to do you just have to do one thing every day if you do one thing sometimes it'll lead to two things or ten things but as long as you do one. That's enough. That's enough. That's, that's all that can be expected. I mean, everybody's on pause. You're not missing out on anything. You're not doing more or less than anybody else. You know, you just gotta, I think that is a downshift though. I, you know, it, it takes a lot of time to get the knots out of your rope, so to speak, mm-hmm. where you to, to actually decompress and come down to that level of relaxation where if you only do get one or two things done in a day, that that's okay. Like mm-hmm. I used to, I mean, if I, if I wasn't multitasking and, and accomplishing so many things every day, I'd, I'd be furious by the end of the day. I'd be like, I didn't get shit done. I'm way behind uh, and beat the tar out of myself and everybody around me, <laughs> it was, you know, not good. So now I, you're right. I did get, actually, I got, I got two or three good things done today. I should just chill. Yeah, I mean, turning your brain off and relaxing, especially for an actor or an entertainer, like our whole lives are built on on self-motivation and self-discipline. And so we are usually harder on ourselves than anybody else, because if if we don't motivate ourselves to do things, no one else will. And so sometimes just turning off your brain and relaxing is really the best medicine, because if you don't recharge, then you don't have room to create. Like if you're not relaxed. Like that's how I think about it or whatever. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I remember I I was talking about this um, with someone else just about um, like when I went to Paris, when I was studying abroad in college, I remember going into these restaurants and being like, you know, like, hello, like waiter, like no one would ever come to your table. Like no one, you know, like when it was, you know, when you were done eating, nobody would come and bring you a bill or anything like that. And, uh, and when people, when people Parisians say like, Oh, Americans are assholes. It's not because we refuse to speak French. It's because we're in such a hurry all the time. And like, (laughs) I remember when I finally just relaxed, it never seemed like the bill was late. It never seemed like my order wasn't being taken on time. And then when I got to America, I was like, what is the rush? Jeez. <laughs> Everyone, it takes a while for you to deprogram yes. yourself and to just go like, Oh, everything's okay. The world still goes around. I still wake up. I still go to bed. Everything's fine. Like you're right. But- it's, it is. A, it's a decompression. It's a, a, a rewiring of your, of your mind and your emotional state to, to, get in sync with your surroundings. Um, I remember, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Jeff Garland gave me the best advice of my life because I was, remember one time I was complaining about like not working, you know, like I worked so hard, but then I felt like people in this town just got lucky, you know? And I was like, I know that luck is just perseverance plus time or whatever they say. And he goes, yeah, but perseverance is keeping it together when nothing is going on. If you can keep your brain right, when you're not busy, you win because that is the actor's brain. Like the entertainer's brain. Like we just can't, we're always thinking about what we're not doing as opposed to what we are doing. And so if we can just like, I I feel like whenever I'm not busy and I just relax, I feel like I'm persevering as opposed to being lazy. So I just try to look at it like that. So that's That's a great way. I like that. I'm going to adopt that. I think that's a great way to look at it. Look at me giving the old man advice. 
I'll take it. I'll take anything I'm at this point. Kidding. Um, what am I? I was going to watch some of that Korean baseball, but I haven't done that yet. Gary, have you watched any of that? Oh, I haven't. Gary. No, I, I'm sorry. I was uh, I was muted there for a second. I haven't watched any of it. Um, I, I would like to, but um, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> haven't gotten to it just yet. <laughs> what is that, Gary? <laughs> that photo, uh, Gary. <laughs> I, I don't know. What are you guys referring to? Oh my God, Gary! What what have you done? That is. That's oh God! You know what? My wife was using that. I'm sorry. Here, I'll I'll change it. It's, that. That's, that's unfortunate. That's number two. I was, I was more shocked by the fact you have a shirt on. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> um, that was actually a really funny picture. That just kind of made my day. Um, well done. Thank you. That's uh, That yeah. That comes up uh, first when you put in Rob Riggle stupid into Google Images. Oh, <laughs> I love that. That's what. That's hilarious. And who? I, I wonder how many times that gets put in daily. Rob Riggle stupid. It did self-populate after the first R. But I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I think if you just type in the letter R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure, it's, yeah. It's, it's so you down. just said self-populate. Oh man, it's Russia. I'm so close to to just selling it everything and just going down <laughs> to the Bahamas. And just, I love it. that idea. What is wrong? I think that's a great idea. Just sit there and drink uh, those Kalik beers that they have down there the local brew oh, and sure. uh, and give not even scuba lessons just snorkeling <laughs> just here's your gear follow me i'll go we'll go look at some fish you're drunk <laughs> you're drunk get in the water i think you That's could just it. go down there and charge five dollars for an autograph and you could live like a king <laughs> for every day all you need is five dollars a day to live down there i guarantee oh uh, I kind of like where this is going. Find myself a Bahama mama. Uh-huh. It just says, you know, you're no good, man. Just keep telling me that. I just feel like, and then every time I call you, you'll just, I, you'll just pick up the phone by saying, Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, well. <laughs> and you go, Rob, don't sing the whole song. Stop, stop. Don't sing the whole song. But you, it's too late. I've already started. Bahama. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, they were doing a Tom Cruise marathon on TV the other day. And you know how I think Tom Cruise is the greatest actor of our generation. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan. And they had Cocktail. And I was like, wow, I still know every line of this movie. See, I don't know every line of Cocktail. I remember it. And I agree with you. I do think Tom Cruise is uh, a uh, once in a generation actor for sure. Um, But. Uh, I don't remember Cocktail because that was right. That was the first movie he made after Top Gun, and I didn't like it the bit. I didn't like the hair, or was Color of Money right after Top Gun? He had no. big hair. He went from looking like Maverick to looking like a douche. Yeah, because he had the same hair in Days of Thunder, which I remember was just cock was just Top Gun on the racetrack. Right, but that was eighty nine. Uh, Top Gun was eighty six. Yeah, and and Top Gun was eighty six. Summer of eighty six. And so Cocktail was like summer of 87 or something. Oh, yeah. I love that. That was like prime Elizabeth Shue. It was like such a good, such a good movie. Coughlin's Law. (laughs) He was the old wise bartender, wasn't he? Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Top Gun. Oh, he made, oh, then he made The Color of Money. Then he made Cocktail. Then he made Rain Man. Wow. That was the order. And this isn't on our rundown, but did you guys see the top Tom Cruise news that came out this week? Oh, that he's no. going to make a movie in space? Yeah, he's making a movie. He's making an action movie on the International Space Station in partnership with NASA and SpaceX. Stop. 100% confirmed by Elon Musk and the director of NASA. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I first of all, Elon Musk just had a baby yesterday or two days ago. And I'm so excited because my baby and his baby are going to be best friends. So I'm going to have to find out what school that baby's going into and make sure that my kid beats up that nerd. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> 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 and then, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I saw that Tom Cruise was making a movie in space. And this just goes with my theory that like Tom Cruise wants to die on a movie set. I'm, I mean, that's not wrong theory because it feels like he, he ups the ante every movie. 
Yeah, every movie, and he's like, uh, he he does all the stunts. He wants to do everything on his own, and, and it's like it's crazier. And you know, like in Top Gun, he's actually flying the jets now, and it's like ah, he just wants, like he just wants to die in a movie. I I, I mean. Taking it to space, I don't think you will. I can tell you, you can't take it any further. There's nowhere else to go. There's nowhere yeah. else to go. I know. There so, is nowhere else to go. I mean, I guess the opposite. You could go down You could go down to the submarine down by Titanic and film something there. But really? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any goddamn sense. doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> I'll tell you what doesn't make any sense. Javon Clowney going back to the Seahawks, re-signing with them. I know everybody's been worried about that and stressed out about it. All of our all of our listeners have been Jadavion, really no? Yeah, Jadavion Clowney. Jadavion. No, Jadavion, sorry. What did I say? Javion? Played South Carolina, right? The kids like Yeah. I just always remember uh, who was it? Jay Moore used to have that drop that was like, "Now clowning got a bruised shoulder." Because uh, <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I I would love that. I would love for you know him to go back there because they're not in my division. You know, like I don't have to. Same here. <laughs> Although the Chiefs were actually flirting with picking him up, and that kind of excited me because he is a dominant player when he when he tries. Yeah. Um, but that's, I think that's his fatal flaw is he doesn't put out the effort sometimes. Uh, that could be true. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was, because wasn't he just in Houston? That's where he came from, right? Was I he think so. Houston? But he says he says he re-signed uh, with the Seahawks. So he maybe, he, maybe he's... No, because he started with the Seahawks. And then... Uh, yeah, he, he was with Sorry. the Texans for uh, 2014 to 2018, and then the Seahawks last year. Oh, last okay. year he was with the Seahawks. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, imagine if money Marshawn Lynch comes back to the Seahawks too. Like that could be. Huh, that team's going to be really good this next year if that's the truth. You know. Yeah, that division's the toughest division in football. The in my opinion, you got the 49ers, Seahawks, Rams. And Cardinals, and they all look good. Oh man, the Cardinals this year! Oh, who are they? Hard knocks? Who's hard knocks? Are they hard knocks? I mean, if there's a hard knocks, it's Rams and Chargers. Oh right, yeah. And because I, I wanted it to be uh, the Cardinals, just so I could see like all these, you know, uh, with DeAndre Hopkins going there and everything. I was like, you know, it's going to be so good this year. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what football is going to look like. I don't know what college football is going to look like. I think I it's going to be fine. I really do. I'm optimistic because, you know, they keep they keep wanting to threaten the season and, oh, we can't have crowds and all oh, this and the other. I'm telling you, this – people are going to go back to work by the end of this month. It should be across the board. I mean, even California, who's not given up the quarantine, no. uh, they're, they're, they're saying they're starting to phase back in life starting this friday so you know it's it's by the end of this month everybody should be back working restaurants should be open now whether people go to games or not that's going to be up to the ticket buyer but i think by the time football season rolls around people are going to you want the sec conference is going to sell out those tickets they're going to be in that stadium um opening day it's it it'll be fine everybody will be back to normal now, as far as Major League Baseball and NBA, and eh, they're more X factors because even if everybody gives the green light, governments and you know health officials give the green light to a normal life, uh, it's the ticket buyers, you know, the the citizens, they may say, you know what, I'm not ready yet. I'm not. I'm just not feeling it. I need more time to go by. Fine, that's so fine. It's up but, to you. But you know, leave it up to the consumer. Don't 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 dictate it from on high. At least give right. them a chance. At least give business people a chance to make a buck. Um, but I, we'll see what happens. Uh, so here, here's another thought um, yeah. that I got. Um, is everybody saying, oh, there's going to be a research. There's going to be a research of the 
you know, and they're going to say it's in the fall. Well, that's when the flu hits. Anyway, we all have to get our flu shots then anyway, like the, the flu surges then. So mm-hmm. of course there, there's going to be a surge and everybody's going to, but I don't know. I look, I, I, I want people to be healthy. I want people to be safe, but I also think you can't give up your freedom for security all the time. You, you got it. You've got to go out there and make a, and earn a living. No, there, are, there, are, there are people out there that, that have to, you have to earn a living. You just have to. Uh, that's how this whole thing works. If, if you, you can't sit at home all day, the society doesn't, can't tolerate it. Yeah, Not even in a, in a communist country, you can't tolerate it. So I don't yeah. know. We got it. We got to get back. They got to figure out a way to get everybody back out there. That's for sure. I did see that the NBA is thinking about playing the rest of their games at Disney World. Did you see that? No, I did not, but I love that. (laughs) Yeah, because there's plenty of hotels. It's obviously empty. Um, You know, there's entertainment, so, like, their families can come. And uh, they have the wide world of sports. So there's, there's like, uh, obviously, ESPN owns Disney. So, like, and, like, the wide world of sports already has, like, uh, all the cameras set up. So it's, like, already technically set up for them to shoot the games amazing. i was like amazing too bad they you can't are. play baseball there because the those players aren't tall enough for the rides but like like for basketball they can enjoy the rides you know what's amazing <laughs> or what, what i think will be fun is as uh the nba and major league baseball try to figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to do it we're going to see some very creative marketing ploys, things like this, things like take everybody to Vegas and we'll just play out the season there or, you know, whatever their angle, whatever their tricks, whatever their marketing ruse. I, I love it because it's, you're never going to see it again. These are such unique, special days, you know, that you'll, if they do something bizarre and wacky, I say do it and let's enjoy it for, for what it is. It's a one-time deal. Because next year, everything will be back to normal. All the seasons will be back. So if it's already lost and screwed up, why not roll the dice and do something completely off the wall to see if it generates interest or gets attention? I think that's fun and a great way to deal with, uh, make lemons out of lemonade, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, I think the longer this goes on, the more creative people are going to have to get, you know, as far as like what entertainment looks like, what sports look like. Uh, what we consider a sport, you know, and uh, I mean, I think even if they start, they're talking about starting spring training July 1st. So like, we'll, we'll be able to watch those games, you know, we'll just be like, I, I, I'll watch guys practice right now. I don't care. <laughs> like I'm like down to watch anything. I'm just, yeah, give, me, give me some entertainment. Give me some sports. I will say, Holy moly on ABC. Oh yeah. It's coming out May 21st. There's some hot action. Uh, uh, so if you need, if you need your sports fix, it's right there. Oh, I'm watching it. Don't worry. We already have it. We already have a season pass. Don't Good. worry. I'm very excited about Holy Moly. We've been watching Survivor. So that kind of feels like sports, you know, like any of those like comedy, like any kind of competition yeah. we're just all into. That's what we've been watching. <laughs> Listen to your heart. The bachelor show. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I I haven't seen a word. I haven't seen a single frame of that. But I hear I see the ads and I hear the song. Listen to you, ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, we, we watch so much of it, and Cage always has gas, so we're always like, "Won't you smell my farts?" You know, like we <laughs> we're like singing that song and the "Listen to Your Heart" song like all day long mm-hmm. around here. There's. Lots of entertainment happening. That's what that's what quarantine is. It's making up songs about children's farts and <laughs> trying to soak up whatever the TV is offering right now. Yeah. I get it. And trying not to buy things on Amazon. That's like my whole day. Like, that takes um, that takes a tremendous amount of discipline. <laughs> I find myself going, yeah, you know what? My shower rings are terrible. They're so <laughs> old and dated. I don't need, I'm like, I, I have to stop myself. I have to be very, very disciplined because mm-hmm. I'll get all the way to the buy page or to the uh, the click buy and I, I hover over it and I do. <laughs> I, have, I have long conversations. I'm like, do you really, really need this? Are you really going to use it? No. Do you have an Amazon wish list? I do. I, oh, I've been stacking that. 
That's so that's what you have to do. You have to put things in your wish list and then you don't buy it, but then you remember that you want it. Yes. So then I love the wish list. Yeah, yeah. When like when your kids are like, We don't know what to get you for Father's Day, you're like, here's a link to my wish list. Give me some shower rings. Exactly. You know what daddy needs. (laughs) Yeah. Get it. I don't need a mug that says best dad. You know, I need a new hose for the backyard, you know, like whatever it is. I know it's not for everyone, but there is some live sports coming back this Saturday. And this this podcaster is absolutely buying that UFC pay-per-view. Oh, right. Is that coming back for real? It is. Yeah, no, it's... Where are they doing it? it, They're doing it in an empty arena in Florida. I can't remember exactly which one. I think it's in Jacksonville. But, um, you know, UFC, before their pay-per-views, they do a whole series of little, uh, like, 10-minute YouTube videos called Embedded that uh, they do, like, four or five of them in the week leading up to it. And I just watched the first one today, and the, the fighters are there. Like, they're they're there. It's happening. It's it's going down. The governor's on board. The mayor's on board. The state athletic commission's on board. Like, there, there's no turning back at this well, point. Well, yeah, it's Florida. Like, yeah. Florida is, like... We never closed. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. want to go on a cruise? Sound me like people in Florida are like, when can I go on a cruise? You know, like, yep. like nobody. <laughs> I love that. I do love that they're opening up blood sport is the first thing they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not like, a tennis match where there's good distance from everybody. It's a blood yeah. match, blood sport. Or something where we just touch the whole time, touch each other. <laughs> yeah. And knock each other's faces. So blood splatters everybody around us. and Rest. Let's just wrestle. Uh, well, that's cool, Gary. Who who's uh, who's fighting? It's a it's a dynamite card. I mean, I don't have it in front of me, but the the main event is Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje um, for the lightweight interim title, and then that the winner of that will go on to fight Khabib Nurmagomedov, who is the title holder, the current title holder. The, um, just two fights ago, he beat the living hell out of Conor McGregor and. He's uh he's he's undefeated. He's sort of the uh the champ. So uh, right. But the uh, Ferguson and Gaethje are both regarded as the most violent guys in in the UFC. So it will very likely be a highly. Uh, it won't be one of these these fights that you sometimes get where the guys just lay on the ground and wrestle each other. These guys are going to stand and bang. That's that's some hot action right there. Oh, yeah. That is, I like that. The way you described, it, I love the two most violent people in the UFC. That's, I mean, God damn, you get me all jazzed up. I want to go punch something right now. I get revved listening to your description, man. You got to get revved. You know what I mean? It's essential. Hell yeah! It's I got a fever. Service. It's the only prescription is more blood sport. <laughs> hey, I, I uh, did- on a sad note, on a sad note, we probably ought to we ought to do a little tip of the hat. To uh, Mr. Don Shula, the winningest coach of all time, yeah. um, set a record that I, I don't ever see it getting beat. He coached. He was a head coach for for thirty three years. He was a head coach. He he has more wins than anybody. What is it? Three forty seven or something like that. It's crazy. Um, I don't think anybody's ever going to catch him. And he died at ninety. Uh, he was always a gentle gentle man, from what I understand. A lot of charity. A lot of great steakhouse. Uh, so anyway, uh, for all you Miami Dolphins fans out there, I'm sorry to hear that Mr. Shula passed away. Yeah. I hope both of you Miami Dolphins fans like can, can get through this tough, it's a tough time, you know, yeah. and I, feel bad I hope you're there for each other. I hope you can be there for each other. And, you know, I feel very, I'm very sad for you, but um, he was an amazing, co- you know, like that guy, like that guy historically, and he lived a really long time, like ripe old age, you know, like still went down in history. It's like the win, you know, to, for to be that old and like not have any of your records broken is pretty incredible, you know? Well, and you know, usually those type of guys, head coaches, coaches, players, they're, they're alpha types and they're strong, you know, really tight. They're wrapped really tight. They're hyper competitive. They're hyper everything. It's hundred percent all the time to maintain that level of intensity and drive and have the pressure of the world on you as a head, as, as a quarterback in the NFL or a, a head coach in the NFL, all the pressure of that entire city is on you. It's on you every day. Yeah. And that you know, most of these guys kick off in their seventies because of the they wore themselves out. You know the stress and strain. 
and you know, Shula coach was a head coach, head coach for 34 years. That's yeah. crazy. It's like, I don't know anybody else who's been a head, who will be a head coach that long. I mean, head coaches just don't last that long. They end up button heads <laughs> with owners, players, you know, like to be the head of an organization like that for so long and like an iconic organization. It's like, it's yeah. really incredible. Yeah. What about, yeah. And, and- yeah. I'm with oh, you. I was just going to say, I'm very, what else I'm really excited about is Andy Dalton going to Dallas. Did you hear about Andy that, Dalton got traded? I did. I did. That's just, that is exciting. I'm, I'm very curious to see what he does with a different supporting cast. Oh man. Andy Dalton. Like, first of all, I have a, I have a thing for redheads. I love redheads and you know, he's he's a great quarterback he's just in a terrible system you know and you know they but can't he, does he back, is he is he backing up Dak yeah he's there to back up Dak yeah. right uh he's the Dak up as I like to call it and uh <laughs> but you know Dak, <laughs> Dak and Dalton like Dak Gary, Dalton. Gary does not approve Gary does not approve <laughs> you're better than I that. literally just made it up and if you don't think I'm tweeting it right after we record this you're wrong okay <laughs> if you came up with that on the fly I'll give you a little bit more birth yeah that, <laughs> no I did I, I, thought, that, I thought that was prearranged but Dak up is hilarious that's that's just, pretty awesome yeah you need to run with that you need to run with that that's too hot uh, it's too hot to handle but I also think that Dalton and Dak sounds like, you know, like an 80s sitcom. Hell yeah. Or like one of those like Tom Hanks buddy movies from the late 80s. Bernard Hooch. Yeah. <laughs> Dalton and Dak. Dalton and Dak. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm excited to see. I'm hoping that, I mean, obviously, like, I don't want anything to happen to Dak. So, like, I'm glad he's there. But I think it's like, it just proves that, like, the Cowboys are like, we have zero excuses to not make the playoffs, you know, like after last year, it's like they have this team that is so good. Like they draft well, they've had, they have, they have a great team. There's just something holding them back. And I've always said it's Jerry Jones. Like he's the common denominator. And I think he's an incredible owner. I think it's just that people want to win for him so bad that they don't, they aren't, you know, they want to win for him and not each other. If that's a, if that makes any sense, but they have a new coach, you know, they got a new backup QB. Like they have a lot of new system changes over there. So I wish them the best this season. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, that's the, that's the, the off season, um, trades and, uh, drafts and, um, changes always makes for always makes for an exciting season. Yeah. Um, so it'll be fun to see how things get, you know, shape up. Shape up. Shape up. Yeah. Deck up. All right. <laughs> With deck up. Yeah. All right, Gary. Uh, do we have any uh, fan mail or turd awards that we need to talk about? Oh, absolutely. We've got uh, we've got quite a few things here. Uh, oh, Gary just put on his glasses. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm officially doctor, a dad, so I'm getting, Dr. getting... Dr. Smith just showed up. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Hold on a second. Getting old, so I got to be able to read the uh, read the screen here. Um, uh, this is not a funny turtle war, but this is just an, an asshole, in my opinion. Do you guys see the story of the uh, man down near San Diego County who decided to test the uh, face covering requirement oh. by wearing a yeah. A clan hood into a grocery store? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, it's well, just, just an idiot. That's such bad judgment. Uh, was, was he trying to be funny? Is that? I, I don't. Is just a failed attempt at funny. Doesn't sound like it. It sounds like wherever this was, you know, this suburb of uh, of San Diego County apparently has a, a history of not being so good on in this arena. So. I don't know. I somebody I, took their dirty coronavirus fingers and shoved them right in those eye holes. Me too. Boing! Um, um, was he was he thrashed? Uh, you know, he never took off the mask. That people were, were confronting him, trying to get him to take it off. So I, I don't know. It's but was it, he shopping at K K K Kroger's? <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> Again on the fly. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if the good people at Kroger's appreciate that one. <laughs> 
Um, uh, that one was from uh, Julie uh, Vanek Similowski. She's a, a longtime fan, and she sent that one in, so I thought I'd just shout it out quick. But let's go to one that's more fun, also from a longtime supporter, Daniel S.G. An Ohio woman was placed under arrest after reportedly calling 911 to ask for help extinguishing the fire in her crotch. <laughs> sorry, what was the last thing you said? What was the last part again? I'm sorry. Uh, she asked, had to ask for help extinguishing the fire in her crotch. Her crotch. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Katrina Morgan, fifty five zero, called the okay. cops in Port Clinton at about ten p.m. on Saturday to allegedly report that her p expletive expletive was ablaze. The uh, <laughs> Morgan apparently asked cops if the fire department's hose is working and said, "quote I need somebody to come put it out with their hose." Uh, oh, oh. So she was calling to because she was like. Uh, feeling a little sexy, and she wanted a fireman's hose around her crotch. The lady parts, yeah. Police uh, arrived to find Morgan at her friend's home where, buckle up, guys, she and her friends had been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Didn't see no, that coming. No, I don't buy that for a second. No, no. Were they drinking Fireball? <laughs> uh, the cops Makes moved- sense. They moved to arrest her for uh, disrupting police operations and false report. Uh, she became agitated, yelled at the officers as she resisted arrest, only relenting when an officer threatened her with a stun gun. Um, her friends that were interviewed by the police claimed that they did not see her on the phone, so they uh, they escaped punishment. But well, oh my god, she's just a horny horny woman who uh, had a fire down low. She wants someone to put it out. Firemen are generally pretty attractive guys. I get it. This is a natural mistake. This, this is easy. I'm guessing 50-year-old women still have hair down there. <laughs> 50-year-old women, are, they're, they're children of the 80s, uh, <laughs> teenager, teenagers of the 80s. So I'm sure they, they still have a robust bush uh, down there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, yeah. she, so she had a little Moses happening down there, and yeah. she... If, if if she even did, or if she was just doing a little prank call to kind of get, yeah. Sounds like she was hammered. Sounds like she's lonely. Sounds like she's got the cougar in her. And she's <laughs> like, somebody's going to love this woman tonight. Nine one one, that's a who. <laughs> yeah. I got a love emergency down, down between my legs. When I call this number, the men come running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder why, Sylvia. Yeah, probably because it's their job to handle emergencies <laughs> that you declare. <laughs> well, it is an emergency. <laughs> Sometimes it is an emergency. I mean, it is. I understand. Yeah, I mean, we've all been there. We've got the fever. It, it could be for sex or it could be for a Big Mac or a Whopper. <laughs> but I understand that fever. Yeah, sure. Just a man in uniform, you know. Yeah. So this next one wasn't submitted by a fan, but the headline just made me laugh, and I'm, I'm glad that I'm not a victim of this one. But the headline, and then I'll read a little bit more into it, nearly half of men say that they do most of the homeschooling. 3% of women agree. So basically this story... 3%. So yeah, so basically 50% of guys are reporting in polls that they are spending most of the time helping their you know children do all their homeschooling. But then they went and surveyed all those guys' spouses and only 3% of the women said that that was accurate. <laughs> so there's a, probably a little miscommunication. You know, that happens sometimes in marriages. Nah. Um, where where, where uh, one perception of reality isn't the, the other perception <laughs> of reality. So that seems very common. Quite hilarious, too. I love how far off everybody is. Like, they're not even close. It's like way off. There's no way those dads are like, they think they're helping. But that's because when a man puts in any effort, it feels to him like he's doing everything, you know? This, now, I think oh. you're generalizing, Sarah. But I will say, like, if you walk by and go, Dad, how do you spell cat? You're like, K-A-T, and you keep going. Um, that, I know there's what, two T's. Yeah, sorry, K-A-T-T. And then uh, you go, you go, God, I spent the whole day helping the kids with the whole <laughs> yeah. It's like they do one thing, like just like inconvenienced the very little bit, you know, it's like, 
it happens around here all day, you know, where I'm like, can you just feed the baby? Cause I have to pump. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm like, can you wash out the bottle? Well, I fed him. I'm like, yeah, what do you think I did? You think I just like <laughs> feed him and then just like leave bottles everywhere? Like part yeah. of feeding the baby is yeah. washing out the bottle, preparing the next one. Oh, yeah. oh I hear you. So those, hard. Those rapscallion men. So much work. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Uh, that's that's very funny. I think that's um, why. I mean, women are natural teachers. I think that there's probably more female teachers than male teachers out there. I would assume, but I, I had a lot of great male teachers growing up. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I think it's it's too. You know, you're talking about a million years probably of DNA coding. It's hard to break some of our natural uh, born with instincts, which is hunting and gathering, and you know nesting, and you know these uh, or it's just. I it's, know where women's instincts are long division, just long division. <laughs> right? You guys like that? It's DNA coding with the long essay, division. Essay, writing essays. And the spelling and the, uh, and the collages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, making a collage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, instincts. Yep, instincts. That's all instincts. DNA coding right there. You're going to burn in hell, Rob Riggle. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not calling a fireman to put out your crotch. <laughs> yeah. Somebody call fireman, damn it. I got a fire <laughs> down below. So this next one um, is I, I picked sort of in honor of our friend Chandler. Um, I don't think any of us have a TikTok account. I personally feel I'm a little too old for it. I'm going to assume that that's something I could say for the whole crew here. But Chandler has gotten on the TikTok train, and I will say that she's actually very very funny on there and she's doing a great job but i hope she doesn't jump onto the newest tiktok trend which is the pee your pants challenge um uh. <laughs> yeah some 19 year old named liam wire and he i think is a turd award nominee uh posted a clip of himself peeing his pants in april and it's just him standing in his bathroom phone into the mirror and he just starts peeing his pants is sarah having a is there a birthday challenge going by someone's house? Oh, you know what? That's what's going on. All of a sudden, all these, all these people are driving up my street honking with birthday signs. It must be somebody's birthday around here. Oh wow! Is it yours, Rob? Oh my god! I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I had so many uh, uh, small girl uh, and small boy friends. Well, there's only one thing and to do: pee your pants. All my friends are in grade school. I better go downstairs and pee in my pants for everybody. Show them I'm doing the TikTok <laughs> challenge. That reminds me of that joke I wrote yesterday. I wrote a joke yesterday about there's this kid that um, uh, stole his uh, parents' car in Utah to, and was driving to California <laughs> to buy a Lamborghini. And he's five years old. The cops pulled him over on the freeway. <laughs> five years old. He was driving to California to buy a Lamborghini and he had $3 in his wallet. <laughs> and I was oh like, Oh my God. He doesn't have enough money to buy a Lamborghini, but he definitely has the right penis size. To, to buy <laughs> yes. That is a hundred percent. Right. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is a great joke. Uh, oh my God. Um, Sorry. The pee, pee your pants challenge. So wait, uh, Gary, you just stand in your bathroom and pee your pants? Apparently. I only saw the original video. I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm i sure kids are putting twists on it, but the original thing that inspired the hashtag pee your pants challenge is just... Oh, my uh, God. This is, this is happening at my next door neighbor's house. All these cars are right in front of my house. Should I, should I turn the camera so you can see? You can should. You we can just see can your see, castle. I can only see your castle background. Oh, oh God. <laughs> what a dunsky I am. Take, go. Stop the joy. Stop the jocularity. <laughs> well, here, I tell you what. We can just do a couple questions, and then we can get out of here if you guys like. Yeah, I might not have a choice. Yeah, I know. I'm sure Gary has a lot to has to do some drinking and peeing of his pants. <laughs> I mean, what's with all the questions? Um <laughs> So this first one is visual, so I'm going to put it on your screen here. Uh, this is one from Sarah's mom, Sue, and uh, I just I, I <laughs> loved her little hi. her little emoji that says hi. She, she I guess couldn't think of a question this week, but uh, she wasn't going to be left out. And you know what, Sue, you bring it. I'm putting it on the show. <laughs> it 
Thank you, Sue. With the Braves shirt. Yeah, it's great. She's oh, it's it's dynamite. I made me it made me legitimately smile. So you know what? That gets you on the show. Um, Absolutely, that's a joyful thing. All right, Uh, Julie Vinek uh, Similowski, who we heard from earlier, she uh, sent in the story of the idiot and Kroger. Uh, Rob, (laughs) sorry, I like that one, Sarah. I wanted to borrow it. Try it out. (laughs) I want to take it for a test drive. Sue me. Yeah, Uh, I like it. Rob, I've been listening for a long time, so please do me a solid. Give my Cleveland Browns a break this year on Riggles Picks. Focus on the Cowboys and Jets. There's a few emojis in there. I think I've only picked on the Browns. Oh, no, I take that back. Yeah, I pick on them a lot. All right. Uh, I hear you. Um, I'll do my best, but listen, you got to go where the action is. Yeah. You got to go where it's hot. Tell them, Sarah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely hot in Cleveland. Right. So... Hot, steamy turds. <laughs> Cleveland steamers. That's where the turd awards came from, I'm sure. Hells Yeah. All right, so here's one that we sort of already answered, but I'm going to read it anyways because, Sarah, as someone who's watching Last Dance, I want your thoughts on the follow-up. Did Rob start watching The Last Dance? No, but he will. My favorite line so far is, as a commodity, Michael Jordan is as hot as a Cabbage Patch doll right now, referring to his deal with Nike. It was a very true statement. I don't know why, but it made me laugh. And then, Sarah, here's the follow-up. Piggybacking on this, this is Nick Marringer. The first one was Stacey Worrell. Piggybacking on this, what do you think the probability is that MJ lobbied to have the Monstars boss resemble Jerry Krause in Space Jam? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Oh, I mean, now that now that you bring it up, I think it's a thousand percent true that he probably did that. I, yeah, I don't know. Were there a lot of short jokes made about that guy? I mean, because there are so many great Jerry Krause short jokes in the last dance so yeah i mean i love that that's so fun i'm wondering if they're gonna bring up space jam at all in the last dance that's my other question you know they finally brought up the nike sponsorship this time which was so fascinating to hear about and um and next week they're gonna have to get into um mr jordan senior's death it's going to be interesting yeah, to see how they come to that. Yeah, they're going to get to that and, and baseball at the same time, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's really fun. It's so funny because my manager's son uh, loves Space Jam, and so he only knows Michael Jordan from Space Jam. He doesn't know Michael Jordan from basketball. So when that's so this wild. He's like, oh, that's the guy from Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> That's hilarious and ridiculous at the same time Um, to be the greatest basketball player of all time. And then, Oh yeah. I remember him from this half animated movie. Oh, well, that is interesting. I now I'm now it's all, all this conversation does is drive me harder to go watch last dance. I got to go see it. Be like, Oh, that's Brett Favre. Oh, that's the guy from something about Mary. The very end. (laughs) Oh, that's not what he's talking about. That's awesome. You guys want one more or are we out of here? Um, no, we got we got amazing fans. What do we got here? All right. Yeah, one more, one more. You guys want an uncomfortable one or a silly one? Silly. silly. <laughs> All right, Daniel SG. Another great question for the team. If you could have any one superpower, what would it be? And then he gives his answer, but I'll let you guys guys answer first. Uh, this 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 debate has been going on for for millennia really um and sarah and i talk about this quite often uh, this is, <laughs> kind of dominates our conversations most of the time um it's it's usually flight or invisibility uh and that's i mean that's what it always comes down to um but i think i would maybe today i'll go with offensive weapons like laser eye beams uh <laughs> that can melt anything uh and kill anybody instantly I would like to be able to see all the way into the future. That way I could place bets on games and make a lot of money. Oh shit. Maybe I'll give up the eye, eye lasers and go with that. Cause I like to, I like to get rich too. You're always yeah. stealing my ideas. I should have looked yeah. at the future and saw you do it. You know what? Fuck it. I'll stay, I'll stay with my laser eyes because you know what? <laughs> I'll just go around to rich people and say, Hey, um, fork it over. I'm going to melt your face. <laughs> Fork it over. 
That's it. That's what's up. I right. want That's that on a t shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all guys think that they have a superhero quality just waiting to come out. I used to have a bit about they that. Do. It was just like, I feel like guys think it like could still happen because I went on, I went on a date with a guy once and like the tire broke or whatever. And like, he didn't know how to, he was like, couldn't figure out how to work the jack. So he leaned down and tried to pick up the car. And I was like, that's your, that's your, your solution. Yeah. We're not going to call triple it. Like you thought you could lift up a vehicle with one, one handed yeah. and then, and then change, change the tire with the other. Yeah. Unreal. So what was the, what was the second day like? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Did Chris eventually call AAA or what? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. He was really strong. Yeah. So anyway, Hellboy <laughs> and I got married. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, Daniel, to finish off Daniel's question, and he and I are a little bit in lockstep here. He says, I ask this to everyone, and almost every woman says they want to read minds. Me personally, I think the best superpower is teleportation. Think of how many turd nominees there wouldn't that wouldn't be on the big board if they could teleport. Very true. Good call. I've always thought teleport was the answer. I like Sarah's answer, but usually when teleport's in the mix, I always like that one because if you can teleport, you can fly. Just teleport yourself, you know, eight inches over and over and over again. You're flying. Multipurpose. <laughs> teleport's not bad. I'm not knocking teleport. Teleport's fine, but it, it ain't like, it ain't laser beams. No, it's not. <laughs> Imagine how how what kind of rude awakening that birthday party would have had that was driving by. <laughs> got laser beams out of your eyes. Yeah, they'd all they'd all been standing outside the car with their with their signs dancing around. Their cars would have been melted down to puddles. Yeah, they would have been calling the fire department for real. Like everything's on fire, and we don't know why. Uh, well, guys, it's it's good to see you as always. Um, I hope you have another great week. Do something productive for Christ's sakes, both of you. Um, and uh, I will see you again uh, next week yeah. on Riggle's yeah. Picks. I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. And for Gary, thanks for joining us. Fur, fur, fur. <laughs>